Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome in Big Bad Morning Show. Rob Long out today. Jeremy Kahn, Ed Norris. Is it, what is today? November 30th. Friday, babe. Friday. Oh, he threw in the November 30th. God, does it feel like everything has just moved by so fast this year? Like yes. November, it feels like no. You blinked and November was over. The year's over. Oh yeah, that too. It's really it is hard to believe. It gets it's, it goes so quick. I said something to you the other day. I don't even want to talk about sports right now in this first segment. I said something to you the other day about like getting older and just seeing people pass away and all the things that like I'm 44 now. You don't have to say your age because I know we're in the three digits and it's just going to take too long for you to add that up um no i'm kidding but like you start getting older and it, it is weird getting to this age because i am so freaking immature and i think people know that right the city of baltimore knows that okay yeah but like i just look at my life and i go how did i get here like how did i even get to this point i think so i think there's a lot of <laughs> luck look i i try to be a nice guy you know i do things at least i think the right way but uh but it is funny, like, just looking at life, because I was talking to somebody else about, like, you know, all their problems that they're having, and we were talking about how many pills we were taking, and it's like, oh, it was, I think it was Preston. He's like, yeah, how many pills you take a day? And now I'm taking four before bed every night, and I'm going, what the hell am I even doing? I don't even know what these things do to me. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, th- I think Ed's still on a spaceship again. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know... <laughs> It's just you don't get those feelings when you get older. You hit certain benchmarks, or look, you think I don't look back and go, "How did this happen to me?" I'm such a good person. It's like, <laughs> the end of my life. I'm in the back nine of my life. It's like, you know, I've had everything taken from me. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm never going to recover. Never going to have the life and I. By imagined. the way, are you laughing to avoid from crying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just like that's what I do. I just I. You think you find humor in anything? I just. I laugh as the way it has turned out. I look at people who are terrible people, who are more so comfortable in life, have very few worries, <laughs> and I then there's, you know I sit here and go, how did this happen? <laughs> how did I get here? Yeah, feels like a Talking head song. Yeah, <laughs> that life during wartime. No. Which, now I know why Joe's angry because he sees Once us every day right. and he knows what he's got to look forward to. This is it, Joe. Everything gets so much better. Oh, man. But how was your evening last night? What did you end up watching? Uh, Rangers Red Wings. It was a fun game. 3-2, right? Mm-hmm. I ended up on the under on that one. Uh, we talked about it in the yeah, morning. Told you. But, uh, yeah, it was. A- actually, I think 
when I said three one three two, yeah, I predicted the score too. They said mm-hmm. it's going to be like the Rangers not give up more than you know three goals. It's going to be a like three one three two game, and uh, sure enough, it's three two. I met somebody that was... and the the Red Wings scored two goals in twenty three seconds. Did they? Yeah, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> like, what was the score then when they scored them? Two one. Yeah, I was watching range. basketball. Yeah. I, you know, like I, I ran into uh, somebody that was telling me about. Um, a friend of theirs that was predicting hockey and how good they were at it. And they were like, this is definitely a 3-2 game. And then he bets the exact score for both teams. So, like, he would bet the underdog to win 3-2 and the favorite to win 3-2. He said, it's just that type of game. And sure enough, hit it. And you get paid out more for obviously picking the exact score. But in hockey, it seems like, not that it's easy, but it would be easier than the other sports, obviously. Yeah, oh, sure. Because everything's a one. You, know, you, you, yeah. you start off there. That's yeah. the easy part. The only, the only caveat with it to that is um, <laughs> is empty net goals. Yeah. That, that really, that's, you throw it back to a covers, that, that just blows everything. But in a three to two game, you shouldn't be worried about that, right? Or if it's three to one. Sure you, you would. would. No, I'm saying if you're picking, well, I guess in a three to two you gotta game. How to pull your goalie. But how, how late do you pull them? Uh, I, it depends. Uh, the games are about two minutes and under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think that's kind of interesting. You know, I, I watched, uh, I actually, so yesterday afternoon after I finished all my work, I caught up on, um, the. I watched the Squid Games when they did the actual people and not the, the, the show. You guys know about this? So they did the Squid Games with actual people. They shot them? No, they had like little, uh, like, um, I guess you would call them like paintballs that would just explode on their chest mm-hmm. when, they, when they'd lose or they would just walk them out and eliminate them. But it's so, like, can I tell you how good it is? And it's weird saying this because I love shows where nobody's safe. And they're introducing you to these people. And then the, the more they introduce you to them, you think that these people are going to go further in the show, right? Because they're the yeah. Nobody's safe, man. You're watching it like, yeah, there's my favorite character, Scott. Yeah. Oh, I like, I hate the guy. They got rid of her? Like, and it's just now they're down. Keep working like, here. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, they're uh, suing the show. Did you hear that? Are they? Yeah, Why? for um, surprisingly, for people getting hurt, pushing the pushing the contestants to do things that they didn't want to do. Hmm. I didn't notice them doing anything they didn't want to do. Well, maybe they didn't want to eliminate certain people, and then there's a lot of backstabbing and like it's. I don't know for for something that's so simplistic. They. They direct it and film it very well. And a compensation for injuries allegedly sustained on the show. Don't they sign waivers? Hypothermia and nerve damage. Hypothermia. Did they do anything that was cold? Maybe it was just cold and there. The, the, the only other thing I could think of is when they do the red light, green light, and you're running and you're stopping. Yeah. But everything else on the show was like. I thought that was it. I but, thought they just ran. <laughs> so they do the cut the cookie out of the thing if you watch the show, which is hard, where you have to. So you either get the the red light, green light was one um, where, where that could, they specifically said that someone was injured on. I could see someone getting hurt. You're running and stopping. Yeah. Uh, frostbite in a, in a crowd. I don't know where they would have got frostbite. freezing weather conditions that led to serious injury, including frostbite. Maybe there's something. No, there can't be anything in the final. Did I miss something? Did I miss an episode? Where was it filmed? I don't know. But there uh, were, Great Britain. Great Britain. All right. So there were people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a football player from Clemson um, who like left the team, and he was talking about it, and everybody hated him on the show. Uh, won't tell you where he goes if he gets eliminated, whatever. Won't ruin the show, but I, I don't like. It was really entertaining to just see the backstabbing and all the other stuff that went on. It, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I, I, I didn't get the people getting hurt thing. A lot of people crying. 
But again, it's like working here. It is. Yeah, it's very, very much. People <laughs> so. crying. You turn around, they're gone. But I don't even know when the next when it starts. There's like three people left, and I got rid of. Like, and they're going to give out four point. What is it? Five six million. To what? The winner? Yeah. Wow. So it's just like the that would break me about sure. even. <laughs> I need to get back to zero. It's not funny. It is amazing what we, what we laugh at because if we don't, it just hurts if you don't, right? It's my buddy's line. It's uh, what's the line he uses? Uh, the laughter or the crying? What is it? The laughter that should be crying hurts the most, or something, something like that. Like it's we all know it when like you're laughing, yeah. laughing at a funeral, or you know something bad happens. You're like, man, nothing else can happen to me. Yeah, it can. Wait till Absolutely. Wait till tomorrow. All right. No Rob Long today, but we got a lot to go over. Uh, some cool stuff. Uh, it, typical stuff that we do on Thursday, right? Gordon McGinnis is going to be popping by. It's Thursday. It's going to be popping by? It'll be popping by. Uh, <laughs> World of Stupid coming up at 8 o'clock, but uh, shovels in the next hour. But this hour, we're going to focus a lot on uh, the Ravens. And we'll take some phone calls, 410-583-1057. It's Ravens Bi-Week Awards. We'll tell you who our MVP Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Breakout Player is. want to hear from you as well. Again, 410-583-1057. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And you may find yourself... This is my song. (laughs) High off of edibles trying to figure out how you're going to get to work. And you may find yourself... How did I get here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Welcome back, Big Bad Morning Show, Jeremy Kahn at North. By the way, the talking heads are way before their time because I remember watching this as a kid going, the hell's that guy on? <laughs> David Byrne. Yeah. yeah. I loved him, man. The big suit. So, so great. The dancing. That big, yeah, it was yeah. great. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do uh, some mid-season awards. And 
you know, like I think there's some great talking points, and then obviously when you get to MVP, there's a clear cut one there. But I also have an, another person I I think, but I honestly think we might be different on all our answers except for MVP. That's what I believe, and I don't even know what you've written yet except for one. Yeah, I I think we will be because I didn't take well. I'll, I'll say when I mention if MVP, I have Lamar. Okay, I mean Lamar is in the conversation. He's one of the top candidates for MVP of the league. So he's certainly the MVP of this team. And it, you look at his number, it's just, you know, he's throwing for 2,600 yards already, 574 in the ground, 13 passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns. He is, and his value is is that when he's not there, they don't win, period. Yeah. So he is the most valuable player on the team. He Like, he's the only answer for me. Um, we can look at what certain guys mean on either side of the ball. Uh, you, you gave the numbers, but like, you look around the league and everything that's going on, and specifically within this division, all the quarterbacks getting hurt, and even the ones that didn't get hurt in Pittsburgh that stink. Uh, you you know the value of quarterback. Like, yeah. wh- what were we, we were just saying this about college football? What does it say about to the college football kids at the kids at Florida State if they win their championship game that because their quarterback got hurt with two games left and they still ran the table that nothing means anything unless their quarterback's I know. there. That you guys are, you don't mean anything. I mean, I feel terrible about it. I mean, this is, I have to put my, you know, my FSU fandom aside, but I get it. I understand. Because so, without Travis. <laughs> it's it's one of the reasons why the MVP almost every single year goes to a quarterback. Yeah. Like, we've had guys break records and do things that have never been done in the league and not win the MVP because a quarterback right. threw for And going back to out. college, though, it's like, they run the table, you're undefeated, you're in a Power Five conference. I mean, you got a couple of signature wins there. You beat LSU. It's like, and now you you get knocked out. What is it? It's got to be horrible. If I was a senior on the team, I'd be like, oh, yep. And I feel for him, but as a fan, I'm the fugitive. I don't care. Yeah. Like I, you know, I just want to see the four best teams right now. Actually, by the way, he's not the fugitive. He's the cha- he's the marshal, Jason. I know, but I like if I said the mar- what is it? The marshal from the fugitive. I'm just saying Tommy Lee Jones and the fugitive. I'm just saying. Somebody said Tommy Lee Jones' face <laughs> looks like uh, his son just told him what his um, pronoun is. Pronoun is. <laughs> I laughed. I looked at his face and then I laughed Whoops. so hard. <laughs> just said that on air. Here we go again. Oh come on! It's, anyway, <laughs> but I, I wanted to bring up Mike McDonald, and I know he's not going to win the MVP mm-hmm. or anything like that, but. I mean this when I say it, and uh, I asked Ken about it yesterday, Ken McCusick from Film Study Baltimore. Like, I think this guy is one of the, you know, Rex Ryan made fun of him with the, oh, the young genius, the up-and-comer, right? Oh, the defensive guru. And it's like, yeah, he is. (laughs) is. He's all those things. And he's incredibly intelligent. Um, I, I just think that having a guy like that around is so important. And it's probably why my list is littered with a lot of really good defensive players, to be honest. We have a good, you have a great defense. You have a great defense and, with a lot of good players on it. And when I was thinking about breakout players, there were three on the defensive side that came up to me. And I'm thinking, like, how much of this is McDonald putting them in a position to succeed and how much of it's talent? And it's probably a combination of both. Sure. But, you know, like, it, it, it's just pretty cool. What about um, defensive player of the year for you? Kyle Hamilton. Um, he has become, I think, one of the best players in the league at his position. If we could figure out what position it is, but I'm um, kidding aside, he's 
He's a force, man. You know? And for me, obviously, it was very hard to get me to get off you know, Roquan as Defensive Player of the Year. I didn't pick Roquan either. Yeah, but I, I really think Kyle Hamilton is having an exceptional year. 62 tackles, three sacks, eight tackles for loss, nine pass defenses, two picks. We remember his pick six that he generated himself and a forced fumble. He's a playmaker, man. Because those things like the you know forced fumbles and interceptions and pass defenses, that's the, those are important because they kill drives, they change the field. That's him, and he hits hard. He's like a real. He's he's one of my favorite players in the NFL, and I think he's the defensive player of the year so far. My guy is Justin Matabike. Yeah, I, like yeah. bet on himself, turned down the contract extension. Now he's got double digit sacks, and we're still not even through the end of the season as an interior lineman. I just. I think the guy is the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas, if you will. Just, like, he's fantastic. He's turning into, you know, what, like, another Haloti Nada type and, and, and just the type of guy that you want along that defensive line. And I don't know how you let him walk. He's going to get a ton of money at the end of the year. And oh. He deserves all of it. I think he, look, Roquan Smith is the best player on that side of the ball. And either one of us could have given him defensive player of the year mm-hmm. at this point just because he's he's that freaking good and, and we deserve he deserves to have his name mentioned. I just love what Justin Matabike is. Was the last player in his team had ten sacks? Yeah. Twenty seventeen. You know, I knew that right off the top of my head. Nobody would know any difference except Joe, who just whispered it to me. <laughs> um yeah, so I think Matabike deserves to be there. All right, let's go to offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Who you got? I got Gus. Okay. I mean, to me, I I think he is the criminally underrated, in the words of Ross Tucker, in this league. The guy, he does everything right. He's consistent. You give him the ball, he's going forward. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns this year. He's averaging 4.2 yards a carry. He has not fumbled this year. This is the, guy, this is the man on offense. He is so important to that. Oh, I just think he's terribly underrated for, for whatever reason. I, I like that. I, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I didn't put a running back down. I mean, we could look at a lot of those guys in in the impact that they have. But I just put Zay Flowers. Um, I'm going to make Lamar the MVP. I'm going to go to. It seems like his number one target now. The guy can get lost in a phone booth. I could use every single mm-hmm. analogy that you want to talk about his speed, his ability. Uh, he broke my heart with the run into the end zone because I had a push go in there when he could just kneel down. Why didn't he kneel down? Who's supposed to? Well. As we talked about, he went from 100% chance of to winning 99. to 99. Yeah. You were, you're yeah. more than likely fine. But Zay is special, and I'm so happy to watch him play. Like He's just a fun guy in this offense where if you've watched Ravens football for years, haven't been a lot of fun guys to watch at the wide receiver position. There have been a few. Mm-hmm. Haven't been a lot like this. This guy's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about your breakout player? Keaton Mitchell. For me. I mean, I just I, – I, maybe I lean toward running back because I played running back at one point in my last life. Thousand years ago, um, but I just—he's exciting. He's another one. He—he's a breakaway player. We don't have that here. We have not had that in a long time. Um, and you got a guy. I mean, he's—he's he's been underutilized because know what you have. You know, get undrafted guy. You don't really know what you have. They bring him up because other things happen. He's got two hundred ninety yards rushing. He's actually nine point three yards a carry. Nine point three, and nobody can catch him. Once well, he gets he gets to the second level, there's always a chance he's going to the house. Well, my breakout, and I agree with you. Like, they definitely should be talking about him more and more and yeah. more. Um, that 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 speed, and again, the the concern with him is health because of his size. But that speed, man, un- you say the same thing about Zay. Yeah, unfreaking believable. 
All right, my breakout player, it's easy. I don't think he's going to be on this team, and we talked about them all at the beginning of the year, but Geno Smith did not – Geno Smith. Geno yeah. Stone, what am I saying? Mm-hmm. Did I even write Smith? Yeah, I did write Smith. Did you really? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Geno Stone. <laughs> um, <laughs> the interceptions he had at the beginning of the year, I, I think he gets paid in the offseason. I don't think he's a Baltimore Raven after this, but it's going to be a fun run watching him uh, in that defense. And, again, another one of those guys where we look at Mike McDonald and go – putting him in the right position and letting him make plays, and that's all he's done. So, again, it's one of the – you could sit here and say, oh, this is more scheme, but the guy's still making the right plays. Like, you can put a guy in this scheme and not get all those interceptions, but it seems yes. like he's got a nose yeah. for the ball, and I think Geno Smith deserves some credit. Geno Smith. Geno Stone. Jesus. Gino Stone. Can I stop? <laughs> Just say Geno. Geno. Hey, Geno. Hey, it's a me. Um, but yeah, a slice and a Coke. Was there anybody else that we didn't mention that you feel like should have been mentioned? Because, like, I wanted to bring up Kevin Zeitler. He's not winning any awards. I was remember Tyler Lindebaum. See, and those two guys on the offensive line, when yeah. you look at Zeitler, he just doesn't. I mean, the dude was doing uh, pass blocking drills while his baby's being born. Like, he's the guy's insane, but he's such a good blocker. Like, yeah. you look, he doesn't give up any hurries, he doesn't give up any hits, any sacks. Like, he's just. He's there just doing his job without his name ever being mentioned. I know. They, should, they might as well wear masks because nobody knows who they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if Zeitler walked into a Starbucks today and you were in there, would you know who? Well, you and I might know, but I mean, because we've seen him without a helmet. But who, who's going to know? No, I thought, truth be told, we were at a, a MMA event and I thought Ryan Jensen was Marshall Yonda. Did you really? Yeah, because of the red hair and the big body, like you looking at him, I'm like, I think that, because I, I wasn't near them, I was away yeah, from yeah. them. And somebody said, who's up there? And I said, oh, it's Marshall Yonda, and I'm naming him. And all of a sudden, they come out. I'm like, that's Ryan Jensen, you idiot. So, but anyway. So Tyus Bowser at Nordstrom. Did you buy the same clothes? I bought the sweater he put back. Yeah. He did. He wanted a bigger size, so I took it. Because <laughs> I wanted that sweater. All right, we're talking more Ravens next. We're not talking sweaters. Actually. It's you know, a sweater! You know what's funny? What? He's in front of me online. He orders, he, <laughs> it was an All Saints sweater. I'll just tell you this. I wanted it. What's All Saints? It's a brand. Okay. Like, just like, you know. Did you, were you surprised that I didn't know what All Saints is? Neither no. did Joe. Hell Joe is All know? Saints. Yeah. I'm surprised, Joe. I wow. wear the same 12 pieces of clothing every day. Yeah, I, I know. I wear the same I'm six. I'm sorry. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> it's a clothier. year. So, so anyway, so he's got this. I was like, I wanted to have my size. He had my size in hand. He wanted a bigger one. So he puts it back behind the counter. So I said, Paul, can I have that? I buy it. Bows is ordering the biggest size. And he all of a sudden, he's like, what, can I take his name? Can I get your name, sir, and address? He's looking around, left to right. T-Y. B-O-W. Like, Whispering, what? yeah. Then he's like, one winning drum. I think said, I'm the only person who knows who you are in this whole place. <laughs> <laughs> More people know who I am. It's like... <laughs> it's like it is funny though too. Get like, a grip on yourself. If you're not um, a, a skill position player, or I'd even say a pass rusher, I mean Ty's Bowser, some of that. But the skill position players, you don't recognize their faces outside of the helmet sometimes. No. you know. So anyway, all right, we got to move on. We're going to talk more Ravens. Take your phone calls coming up four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. Five games remaining after the bye. How many? Th- how many wins do you think they'll need to secure this division? Which game do you think will be the toughest? We'll break down the schedule and talk about it. It's coming up next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, so we're looking at the last five games here for the Baltimore Ravens. Jeremy Conrad Norris here with you on the Big Bad Morning Show. Now, headed into the bye week, um, Ed, if at the beginning of the season I said they were 9-3 and three going into the bye week, you'd take it, right? Absolutely. Okay, so we're at this point where I think people should be happy where they're at. You're the number one team in the AFC right now. And you don't have an easy schedule the rest of the way, I think. Yeah, potential playoff teams, uh, and, and I'll even throw the Rams in there, even though it's kind of a, you know, they'd, they'd have to have a little bit of luck, I think. But the NFC is so down that yeah. anything's possible. Everybody's a potential playoff team as we close the season, seriously, yeah. even the Rams. People were talking about multiple teams from the NFC North getting in the postseason. You know how disgusting that sounds? Um, all right, so they come out of their bye week and they get the Rams. Any concerns there at all? They've been a pretty good team after the bye, Ed. Um, no, I think they should win the game as home. I think you know you got the, the West Coast team flying east, and you and you're the better team anyway. So I, I don't think they're going to. Uh, I don't think they'll lose to the Rams after the bye. No. Okay, week fifteen, uh, they get the Jets, and I don't either. Uh, that should be a no problem game. I think they they should be around a double digit favorite in that game too. For uh, the Rams, yeah, probably nine and a half somewhere around there, ten. Um, at least that's what I believe. At yeah, home game, yeah. All right, so Sunday night football at Jacksonville. Uh, tougher. You're on the road against a better team. Um, I still think the Ravens are a better team than Jacksonville, but I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, so I, certainly better than Jacksonville. Um, I think they win, but not going to be easy because it's when Trevor Lawrence is on, he's tough. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he's just he really is impressive when when he's got it. Well, they got a lot of weapons too. I think people forget about it. I mean, once they traded for Calvin Ridley, and the weird thing is. Ridley performs better when Zay Jones is on the field. And Zay being a third receiver, and maybe it just puts him in a comfortable position at the, the you know, if he's running his certain routes that he likes to run. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with Zay off the field, it, it mixes some things. I don't know what goes on, but it's like he's been better with Zay on the field. And then you also add in a Christian Kirk, who we all thought got overpaid, and it turns out he's really freaking good. And an Evan Ingram. And a Travis Etienne, and, and oh, by the way, some other yeah. running backs that they've been mixing in. Yeah, they're a formidable opponent, and their defense has been playing really well. So it is a tough game, but like week 16 and week 17 are the two that I have circled for various reasons. Me too. Uh, all right, so at San Francisco, San Fran will be favored in this game. I think 
it'll be the last time the Ravens will I, They'll be an underdog? Well, well, will the Ravens be an underdog at Jacksonville? That's what I don't know. I think that's going to be one of those games that's like one and a half, one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, I think the Ravens will be favored by like, yeah, like, like a, a point really and a half. Small margin. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying being favored is the end-all, be-all. It's just telling you how. Like I always like to look at that because it tells me how Vegas feels about it. Like when we were doing our power rankings. Well, the Eagles-Chiefs. I mean, or I e- mean um, Eagles-Niners. Niners. 49ers are favored yeah. in Philadelphia yeah. this weekend. It's never happened in the history of the league that a team with that record has been an underdog yeah. at home. It's just it's crazy, but San Fran is a very formidable phone, uh, formidable opponent. Um, I think that's a game that's going to be really tough to win on the road. It'll say a lot about the Ravens if they're able to come out with a victory. But yeah. I do think you need to win one of those two, San Fran or Miami at home. Yeah, I don't think they win San Francisco. Um, it's a it's just a very good team, and they're going and it's on the road. Um, I, I have a very concern about that game. I think that could that's going to be an L. The the game I want to see the most is Week 17. I've said this before, and I usually look at it from a almost like a daily fantasy perspective. Like I love number ones versus number ones, right? Like mm-hmm. I in pitching, I love opening day because we get to see the best play the best. You know, you don't you don't know you're going to get it another time that year. You don't. But across the board, everybody's got the number one. <clears throat> like even yeah. after the All Star game, like some of those guys are in the game, they're not going to start that first. Game. You, right. You never know what you're going to get, but week or that opening day, you know you're going to see the best that the other teams have to offer. So I love that. Um, I've talked about it with wide receiver cornerback matchups. I love watching Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore hate each other's guts and want to sh- th- shoot each other into the freaking sun. Like they they can't stand one another. I love that matchup. I love this. I think I think it's the best offensive mind, and I'm going to say it. I think Mike McDonald's the best defensive mind in the league. I think those two guys going head to head. It's going to say a lot about how I feel about these two teams after Week 17. And I'm hoping that game means something. You know what I mean? Like I. Because like if the Ravens end up winning the next three and the division goes to crap and maybe the Chiefs lose another game or something, you look at it and go, well, we just beat Jacksonville, so they're not catching us. So who's going to catch us in the AFC? And what if Week 17 doesn't mean as much as we think? There is that possibility, although I don't think that I don't happens. think that's going to I think that game, even if it's not the Steelers, I think it's going to be really important. Because you want, you want to have uh, – you want to be number one. You really do. Because it's never happened – well, that's what I'm saying. If you end up locking up that number one spot, and, and granted, like yeah. it could happen with two weeks left with with the schedules and the way that they're um, can it? Yes, I with uh, where's the? I'd have to look at the Chiefs schedule. What do the Chiefs have to do? All right. Well, anyway, as we're talking about this, but this yeah. game, like, talk to me a little bit about um, you know Miami and Baltimore and, and what you would look forward to seeing that one. Um, what I'd like to see, what I think is going to be the the difference, um, you got for, now Miami's the most potent offense in the NFL. Average four hundred, average four hundred thirty yards a game. Average, um, so it's incredibly potent offense. Two hundred eighty-five yards passing, number one in there as well, and second in rushing with one forty-five. Ravens are number one, by the way, one fifty-eight a game. But so the Dolphins do it all. They have a, a great running game, an outstanding passing game, and you know. <laughs> So that translates into a really potent offense. I think the difference is going to be the Ravens still lead the league in sacks with 47. And people haven't closed. The Bills are at 41. They're behind. That's the number two team, and they're six sacks behind. And after that, it's 38, 37. So it's, it's a big gap. The Ravens have established themselves as a really good pass rushing team. I think that is going to be the difference in that game. Because the one thing I noticed about their quarterback, he's not good under pressure. He's great when he's not. He can be really good you know, when he's left alone. I think McDonald is going to just torture him that day. 
Should be fun to see. Uh, by the way, I misspoke. Um, so the, the Chiefs have the Packers. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Packers, the Bills, <clears throat> the Patriots, the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Chargers. So you would. I, I think the Ravens need to go 4-1 and one down the stretch mm-hmm. to absolutely solidify it. Like, I could clearly see the Bills or the Chargers or even the Raiders. They're at home. Or, I'm sorry, the Chiefs are at home then. Um, it, like, divisional games are tricky, but, like, the Chiefs should win all these games with the Bills game on the road being their – or, I'm sorry, Bills games at home. They're at uh, Arrowhead being the the somewhat coin flipper, the one you would look at and go, okay, I can see that. And see, you mentioned they're at Arrowhead. They don't lose at Arrowhead very often. And which they're is, home quite a bit. Which is why – I want to see the Ravens get that number one seed because has Mahomes ever played a road playoff game? No. No. Ever. Nope. I don't think so. So, anyway, well, look, I think it's it's pretty cool. I want to hear from you guys. 410-583-1057. What do you think? What do the Ravens have to do down the stretch to lock up the one seed? I think this division's, I'm not going to wood, barring any catastrophe is locked up, but... Um, we still have five games left. So 410-583-1057 right here on the fan. Through the course of this season with all the travel and all the tough games we've had, I'm, I'm really proud of the guys. This is a beneficial time. We're going to try to make the most of it, you know, and then be ready to roll for what's going to be the toughest schedule in football for the next five weeks. Tell him, Eddie. And it John. is. He's right. Welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show. That was John Harbaugh. I'm pretty sure they do have the toughest schedule in the NFL for the last five games. That wouldn't surprise me, as yeah. I just listed the Chiefs, and you're looking at every game, and you'd see the Bills, and usually you go, oh, my God, they got the Bills down the stretch, but even then, that doesn't look that difficult now. No, that's the and, Bills and are it's, it's the toughest team they're playing down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. yeah, Outside of some divisional But games. I think, I didn't do the winning percentage, but I heard that they have the toughest schedule closing out the season. And, and it makes sense. I mean, look, my I don't know anyone that wants to face Miami, and I don't know anyone that wants to face San Fran, and for various reasons. Um, I think one team brings... Just the, the all-around best team in the, got the hiccups again. I hope I don't throw up, Ed. Um, I, it brings the all-around best team in the league when you talk about what they're capable of doing and all the weapons they have. And they probably have the best offensive weapon in Christian McCaffrey. The guy's just fantastic. He's. Um, so, yeah, you don't want to face them. And then you the, know, it's a shame. I don't want to cut you off, but okay. I want to get this out for It's like I, I think they should do something in football, like doing baseball where there's a Cy Young, have a quarterback award. Because Christian McCaffrey should probably be an MVP candidate well, most they, years. They do this every year where they, um, if there's somebody that's having an amazing offensive season, they give them Offensive Player of the Year, right. and the quarterback gets MVP. And I've hated this for years because, like, you can't determine value. I mean, you can determine value, but realistically, can you? I mean, there's it's not mm-hmm. just about what you're doing on the field. It's what you're doing in the locker room, the clubhouse. It's and, and, again, your play on the field is going to dictate a lot of that stuff. But I do think all that's important that we look at those guys. And we're always going to say the quarterback's the most important. So give him his award. Just call it the best quarterback award. Yeah. And an MVP, or change it to MOP, the most outstanding player. Like, if we have a guy that has a year like um, Cooper Cup did. Right. And he wins the triple crown for receivers. How is that not just, just not as impressive as a triple crown in baseball or a triple crown in any sport? To catch the most passes, the most touchdowns, and most have the yards. most yards. Yeah. Like it doesn't happen that often. It's happened before, and I'm not. Maybe it but it's rare. Special, maybe but triple crown happens in baseball, but it's rare. When you get a running back that runs for two thousand yards, I'm sorry, we don't see it that often. I've seen quarterbacks throw for fifty touchdowns. I've seen five in a season do it. I've seen quarterbacks throw for five thousand yards. We've had that happen on bad teams. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, again, most important position on the field, and I know why it gets the the 
the acknowledgement that it does, but still. Um, one of the other things with this, too, is like you're, you're not only facing two of the toughest teams in the 49ers and the Dolphins, you're facing them on the road. Yeah. The Ravens have been a really good road team, um, but those are going to be two tough spots to try to pick up victories. Uh, I'm sorry, Miami's at home. Excuse me. So at San Fran, and then you get Miami at home. Uh, but it was Jacksonville and San Fran were back-to-back road games. So that's what I, those two games are going to be difficult. But then you come back home from Miami, and you, you hope they're ready for that one because I think that's going to be a big Mike McDonald game where devising those things, watching two amazing coaches go at it, uh, the offensive schemes that Mike um, – I <laughs> almost mix it up – Mike McDaniel has, and then, of course, the defensive schemes that Mike McDonald's going to run against him. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And that'll be a short week for them, too, because they're coming off of Monday Night Football against the 49ers. How about that? Primetime games. The Ravens are going to be on a lot of primetime games down the stretch. Uh, And it wouldn't shock me to see that Steelers game be one at the end of the year as well. But you get Jacksonville on Sunday Night Football, uh, San Fran on Monday Night Football, and then I'm sure that Miami-Ravens game, I wouldn't be surprised if that thing got flexed. Uh, That's a 12-31, 1 o'clock start. How do you feel about football on the holidays? Like like Christmas, um, I love New it. Year's Eve. You like you like that stuff? Yeah, like, love cause, it. Because now they're spreading it out more. Where they're doing like we had the Black Friday game. Mm-hmm. I well, I think it just happened because Christmas is what a Monday this year. Yeah, so it's a so it's New Year's. Yeah, well, that's how it works. Yeah, I just added it up. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. I thought I, you know what? It's kind of like that every year. F this guy. I thought I was saying something that was so profound. And uh, it turns out. Let's pack it up for the day, man. I think we're done here. Turns out it's not. I thought I was really smart. Anyway, because it's a a night we usually play football anyway, so I think it worked out well. Uh, But I like football on holidays and Christmas and all, because, you know, it doesn't happen that often. happens, but I mean, NBA always, that's their day. Did you ever run into the, the New Year's Eve issue with football where, like, New Year's Eve's the fun night. Everybody's celebrating, having a party, doing whatever. You, typically going out with your significant other, yeah. you know, the kiss at midnight. My least everything. favorite holiday of the year. Okay. Well, and I get it. But, like, there's a lot of really good football games on, usually college football. What used but, to be, but no more. There's still college football games. Though. Some. But it used to be New Year's Day. Was the best game. Was the day. Yeah. And it was all the important ones. Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl. It was like they were all New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's all spread out. I remember they had the the playoff game, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was like the Alamo Bowl with Boise State, like or the Polander Weed Eater Bowl or something that was on, like after those games. I'm like, why are we watching Tulsa and Boise State go at it? Um, but it happens. So the only reason I bring that up is like seeing that we have NFL games on New Year's Eve, uh, and I'm sure there'll be a night game there. So it uh, should be uh, should be a fun time. That being said, you know, I, I do think the Ravens got to go four and one down the stretch to absolutely lock up the one seed. Um, and again, I think that's going to be extremely difficult. I do think they're better than Jacksonville. I think they're better than Miami. San Fran on the road and back to back road games is going to be a tough ask. But I've seen crazier things from Lamar in this defense. The one thing I'll say, like even watching them in road games where they haven't played well and you're like, what's going on with the offense, i.e. Sunday night? Um, I would say that, you know, when you look at this team, when you have Lamar and you have this defense, they both travel well and that you should be able to compete against anybody in this league at home or on the road. So um, they can. Yeah. And when I say, you know, I think they're going to lose to San Francisco, it's just my opinion, uh, you know, about a really good team you're facing on the road. And, but if the Ravens won, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. They certainly have the ability to beat the 49ers. No. There's nobody they can't beat in this league. Yeah, and but, then I think you, know. you watch and you're rooting against all those other teams this week. Like, hey, 
stub your toe against somebody you shouldn't, um, you know, if you're Miami, San Francisco. Definitely need that to happen. Yeah. Whoever. Somebody's got to take a little dive here. Well, I was telling Ed about World of Stupid, which, by the way, is at 8 o'clock, and it's, it's going to be ridiculous. It's, it's hmm. just like I was telling you a couple of things that are going on. Uh, where I Tell them not to fire me today because these two are just – these two stories I have are off the charts. But we have shovels coming up next. Ed, who gets your shovel? Um, our government. They're, they, they're attempting to do something or promising to do something. Of course, again, in the name of your safety, that really, I think, puts you in danger. We'll hear his shovel, mine, and yours at 410-583-1057. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.